Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the Old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. This week, we're going to speak with Robin Hun. She's a New Orleans native who fell in love with Tucson's local music scene. She moved here and is promoting it in what she calls the Tucson Vibe. And through her new book and a collection of local recordings on her accompanying CD, she's raising money for our local artists. Today is May 23rd. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to U Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org, and also available on your iPhone or Android. Just download the Downtown Radio Tucson app. All of our shows are housed on lifealongthestreetcar.org. And if you do contact with that same URL, you'll reach us on the show. And if you're a podcast listener, you'll find our show everywhere you find podcasts. You can even ask your smart speaker to play Life Along the Streetcar podcast, and it's going to pop up. And we're going to start today's show with news of some sunshine. Now, just outside of downtown is the Sunshine Mile. It's a stretch of Broadway from Euclid to Country Club. And if you go back to its origins, it really seemed developed uh, as a way to connect the new, at the time, new Elkhorn Mall with that vibrant downtown shopping district. So they're trying to pull people out of downtown towards the mall. Well, times have changed, and the Sunshine Mile is being reintroduced, but now it's going to lead traffic to downtown. If you've been out there lately, you've seen the road construction, which is due for completion, I believe, later this year. And uh, at one point, the uh, historic bungalows that were uh, just west there of uh, near Campbell were slated for demolition. And uh, they were gonna, the city was going to have to take them down to make room for the expansion. But some smart people came together and realized, hey, that's not a good idea. So the Rio Nueva district took ownership of those bungalows, moved them back I don't know, 15 or 20 feet to get them out of the construction's path. And now they sit right off of Broadway like they've been there forever. The last uh, meeting, uh, Rio Nuevo awarded a development project to two former guests of this show. And I'm not sure that being on Life Along the Streetcar was the only reason they were selected, but we'll have to dig more into that story at a later date. Randy Dorman, the developer of the Trinity Project on 4th and University, and Monique Lane of the downtown Clifton and the soon-to-be Citizen Hotel Tucson, have partnered to bring a pedestrian-friendly experience with shops, cafes, recognizing the history and culture of the area, and really emphasizing the city of gastronomy. It's all going to be housed inside of those historic bungalows and is going to bring new life to the Sunshine Mile. And given the past efforts of these two developers to create community-friendly, historically compatible, modern buildings, I'm excited to see how this project takes shape. And our feature for today's show is also taking shape in the form of a new spotlight on our local music scene. Robin Hun fell in love with Tucson. She was walking around downtown and 4th Avenue when this New Orleans native and musician was pulled into the small bars and clubs offering live music. Robin ended up moving to Tucson and soon after began exploring these local venues and has now created a book to celebrate 15 of them and uh, also has a CD with the local artists who play 
in those venues. It started in 2019 and was released in April of 2020. It's called the Tucson Vibe, and it's become a way for Robin to give back to those artists who are struggling through the pandemic. We had a chance to sit down and speak with her a couple of days ago to find out how this hidden gem of a book is highlighting these hidden gems in our urban music scene. This is Robin Hun with the Tucson Vibe. The Tucson Vibe. Tell me more. What is the Tucson Vibe? The Tucson Vibe is a, a really cool book and CD that um, we made um, last year uh, to really promote the downtown live music scene, downtown and Fourth Avenue area, smaller venues, um, not not the big ones that everybody knows about, but the smaller ones that. A lot of tourists don't know about and even a lot of people who live in Tucson may not be aware of um, that are just really great, cool venues and with fabulous musicians. So t- tell me about what, what are some of these what are some of these venues? What are some of your favorites? The book, the Tucson Vibe, highlights 15 small venues. Um, they're uh, summer on Fourth Ave, like Shay's Lounge, um, Sky Bar. Some are a little, little more off Fourth Ave, like Tap and Bottle, um, La Cocina, Dusty Monk. Some are on Congress, like Iron Johns. There's 15, and. Um, so what we tried to do in the book was we included a, a map that gives you a graphic of how you could have a great time going from venue to venue, walking um, through this cool part of Tucson and going to see some great live music. And then accompanying the book, there I, I saw on your website there's a CD. Is, I'm assuming that's local music? So the book highlights 15 bands and the cd is a compilation cd um of those 15 bands and so it's one song each all original songs several of them are brand new releases um but it's a it's a wonderfully diverse cd that has lots of different genres and highlights some great musicians that are playing here in downtown tucson so so robin tell me about you then how how did this come to be how did you end up with creating the tucson vibe i moved here a few years ago from new orleans and have always been a a longtime music fan and love live music and was very involved with the live music scene in new orleans and um when i moved to tucson i just kind of fell in love with the the vibe of the downtown scene and um started going out to all these small venues getting to know the venues getting to know the musicians and um just so many people would come up to me and say oh i didn't know about that place or i don't know that band and so i wanted to do something to kind of give the love back to the tucson live music scene one of the things we did was um, I started a, a Kickstarter project, uh, you know, a crowd fundraising um, effort to to raise money for the project. So we raised some of the money for the project, um, and half of that money went directly to those fifteen musicians. So part of the and the rest went to some of the costs of printing the book, etc. Part of the cool thing about the Tucson Vibe is that it's it's a project that tries to put more money in the pockets of musicians so going forward all sales of the book and the cd half of those go directly to those 15 musicians and then half goes to making volume two which hopefully i'll be starting on here pretty soon um so it it will hopefully be an ongoing project um very hard to 
fit all the great musicians in Tucson on one CD. So uh, anxious to get started on volume two. But the concept is that, you know, musicians don't make very much money from streaming revenues, only, you know, pennies, pieces of pennies for a song. And so this was a different way, a different business model to look at how to get musicians paid for original music. So what, what I mean, I understand the concept and I understand why, but what, how do you come up with this? How do you sit around and say, you know what, I'm from New Orleans. First of all, how do you get from New Orleans to Tucson? And then once in Tucson, you know, do you have like a, a, a background in, in uh, engineering or music uh, that would help you create a CD or how does that work? Um, I grew up playing music. I was a drummer in a family band when I was a real little girl. So I've always been around music. And um, when I lived in New Orleans, I made a few CDs of my own and kind of learned about producing CDs and stuff like that. Um, And then I moved to Tucson. Um, I had lived in New Mexico for a while and I missed the desert and um, and, and all that goes with it. And um, so wanted to try something new, moved to Tucson and fell in love with it. And um, I like to do creative projects. So I did a couple small books like this in New Orleans um, and this one was a little larger effort and um, just wanted to give back because everybody's been so kind to me since I've moved here and wanted to share some creativity with Tucson. Uh, and, and I didn't realize uh, until you said this earlier, but you launched this in 20, uh, 2020 during the, the midst of the pandemic. Yeah, when the Kickstarter ended December 31st um, of 2019, and then we went into full production of making the book and the CD, and yeah, the book came back from the printer on, I think it was April 1, 2020, just a couple weeks after the pandemic hit, so um, for a while I was, you know, trying to sort of get the Kickstarter rewards out to people from my front porch. And um, yeah, it's been tough. So um, if the pandemic hadn't happened, I think I'd be in the second printing of volume one, but um, not great timing, but not in our control. <laughs> Understood. Um, now, now I have not reviewed the book yet. I have a copy coming, but I have not reviewed it. So uh, tough question here of the venues that you highlighted um, are they all still around, or do we lose some because of the pandemic? Well, so far, um, unfortunately, we did lose one. Um, the Public Brew House um, is, I think it closed in August of this past year. Um, and as far as, there's some that are not yet open again, but hopefully all the rest will be. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to that. Good, good. I, You know, this is a kind of a part one of a two-part series. It, it, it uh, came to me, I mean, you and I met briefly um, uh, on a Saturday at the Rendezvous Urban Flats where Miss Olivia and the Interlopers uh, were playing live. And um, yeah. at that show, I also talked to Mark Martinez, who's with Rialto Theater and Downtown Radio and a few other organizations. And we started talking about the future of local music and how the pandemic has been extremely challenging, of course, but that coming out of it, it, it actually, it might lead to more opportunities uh, for smaller venues and uh, local bands to, to perform. So kind of, you know, you're, you're in tune with a lot of different music scenes, apparently, with uh, New Orleans. If you got that background, immediately you're a music expert. Do you have a sense as to, as we're coming out of this, are you talking with the bands? Do they, do they sense opportunity or is there still apprehension or is it just too early to tell? 
I think everybody's really excited to get back out there. Um, yeah, at Rendezvous Flats, which let me just give them a shout out. Um, Roger Carber and Diane Fitzpatrick, the owners down there, um, you know, beautiful outdoor venue at that new building right across from the Fox. And they, you know, they kind of they kind of set the bar for how to bring back live music and did a series of uh, 50 plus concerts over the past few months. And, you know, I've been at quite a lot of them and the musicians are just you know, so grateful and so excited. Um, so I hope that's just the tip of the iceberg as we're going forward. Um, I think there's incredible pent up demand um, with musicians, with fans, with venues um, to, to make things um, even more robust than, than they were the, before. I know from a fan standpoint, it, uh, you know, the, the, the outdoor setting was perfect and, and it didn't seem at first like a large crowd, but then I started looking around and it was, a very good sized crowd that just kind of spread themselves out. Yeah, it was great. So I think you are, uh, you know, I'm seeing it and I know I'm feeling it, the, the pent up demand for music. Um, but you also mentioned on your on your uh, CD, there's a diversity. So th I think that's representative of Tucson. You know, I tend to, to fall more into the, to the rock genre, but you know, tell me a little bit more about Tucson's non-rock scene. What are some, some things that we should be aware of? You know, it's like I said, yes, yeah, very diverse uh, group of musicians on there. We have everything from, you know, Mark Inslee, which is kind of Americana, um, bluesy country, um, Hank Topless, which is country western, to um, Connie Brannock, which is funk, to uh, a lot of singer-songwriters like Mark, Mark Febo, Natalie Pahanek. Um, we've got the great Kevin Pakulis who uh, used to play at Borderlands on Sundays, every Sunday. And we all, you know, would go there and it was just such a great community spirit. And that will be cranking up very soon. I think the next one is uh, they will start back. I think it's July, June 20th. Um, we've got punk rock on there with Terry Trash. We've got just wonderful rock and roll by Birds and Arrows. Um, Lila Lopez, Amy Munoz, just Miss um, Olivia, who you saw on Saturday. So wonderfully diverse and and just a lot of fun. Little Cloud, I can't name all fifteen, but yeah, um, <laughs> lots of different genres. Something for everyone. We're going to be back to finish up our interview with Robin Hunt of the Tucson Vibe in just a moment. First of all, I do want to remind you that you're listening to Downtown Radio, ninety nine point one FM, and streaming on Downtown Radio. Dot org. And let's get back to our interview with Robin Hun. I'm just extremely impressed with the, the depth and the breadth of our uh, music scene. Um, and I'm just curious, am, am, I, am I right in that, that, we, that Tucson has a, a very special, unique um, music grouping? Absolutely. And that's why I moved here. You know, I came out here for a few days before I moved here and looked around for a house and just walked all around downtown and walked into a lot of venues. And I was blown away. And, you know, coming from New Orleans, which is, you know, a major music mecca, um, it, I, I, I love it here. Um, it's, I, I would say, you know, it's, it's a more intimate music scene. It's very easy to become friends with the musicians and, um, and see, you know, so much diversity in just uh, walking out my door on any given night, you know, before the pandemic, I could go and see, you know, 10 different bands and, um, 
it, it's uh, and Tucson's a lot safer than New Orleans, so mm. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> and I noticed, and I don't know if this is just a sign of the times, or or I was just uh, more observant today that day. But uh, the concert we were at at Rendezvous, I noticed there were several members of other bands that had showed up to to listen and, and watch. So I'm curious, is that is that what we see in Tucson? Is there a lot of that mutual support and admiration, or is, was it just like, hey, we're live music, we're going? You know, I'm glad you mentioned that. It's one of my most favorite things when other musicians show up to see musicians. Um, it, it, to me, that just shows the sense of community in the Tucson music scene. Um, like you said, there were there were a number of musicians there at Rendezvous Flats on Saturday. Uh, I was also there on Friday and Thursday, and the same was, was true then. Um, so it's hard. I mean, back when everybody was gigging all the time, you know, it makes it more difficult to see other folks' gigs. But um, it's it's really sweet when that happens, I think, and, and the musicians that are playing really appreciate it. Uh, it's a, it's certainly an interesting um, environment to be a musician, and I'm anxious for my conversation with Mark because I think there's some really positive things that can come post-COVID that uh, can support our local musicians. But l- let's talk about support. How do people find you? How do they get a copy of the book, the CD? Um, tell us about your, all your credentials and all your Facebook and websites and such. Yes, um, there's a website. Um, the TucsonVibe.com, and you can order the book and the CD there. Um, I can deliver it to you if you live in Tucson, or I can mail it to you if you don't. Um, we also have very cool T-shirts, and uh, we were selling masks for a while, but hopefully we're not going to need those so much longer. Um, yeah, so the website is the best way to get it. The other way, um, now that venues are opening up again and bands are playing, um, I'll be showing up at gigs with books and CDs on hand and T-shirts, and people can buy them from direct, directly from me at gigs. Um, so we sold a bunch at Kevin's gig, for example, at Rendezvous Flats on Friday. Uh, so hey, do you that's have- the best way. I'm on, I'm on Facebook, um, and uh, kind of a lot of people know me from my own personal Facebook page. It's a good way to get hold of me as well. But um, you can order directly through the Tucson Vibe web- website. And we'll, we'll link to all of that from our Facebook page. So if, if, if you people can't remember that because uh, they're driving around in the car at the moment, uh, they can always head over to, to our, uh, our Facebook and we'll, we'll link there. Um, but you, you talked about showing up at venues. Do you keep a schedule? Like it, it, can someone go to your site to get a, a list of who's playing or what's coming up? You know, that's another great um, comment. Um, A lot of people come to me and they're like, Robin, tell me where should I go this weekend? You know, what's going on? Um, And it's hard. I mean, if, uh, you know, I find out about events on Facebook generally, um, and it might be something for me to consider doing with the Tucson Vibe um, uh, on Facebook, perhaps, you know, posting like these are the events that are in the downtown Fourth Ave area that are the smaller venues so that people can have a you know one stop shop to go check that out. You know, I think it takes a community to get the word out, you know, because certain people look at certain places and um, the more we can all push people to get out to see live music, put more money in the tip jars. You know, it makes it better for all all the venues and all the musicians. And this efforts, this is a, a, a one woman show. You're doing it all right. Everything top to bottom or, <laughs> or, or, or do you have volunteers or how can people help you with that? 
Um, well, when we started it, you know, we did the Kickstarter campaign. So uh, I think about 150 people contributed some significantly um, with financial support. And then um, a number of the wonderful um, music photographers we have here in town uh, donated photographs for the book as well. So it was a community effort for sure. And um, but in terms in terms of, you know, getting the book and the CD out there and all of that, that is kind of a one woman show. But if any of your listeners out there have any ideas on how to, how to sell more books and CDs and put more money in the pocket of the musicians, I'd love to hear. Um, like I said, the pandemic kind of set things back a little bit and, um, I, you know, prefer to sell direct to people because that way we're not taking money out for a middleman and more proceeds can go to the musicians. What what didn't we cover today? Is there anything that's uh, that you really wanted to share that we haven't uh, touched on today? I think we covered most of the Tucson Vibe stuff. Um, I'm doing some more creative projects involving musicians now, and um, a new little effort I have is called Artistic Musicians, and uh, doing art exhibits that. Uh, of musicians that are also visual artists and we have our first one up at rebel wine bar now through june 30th and we got three amazing musicians we got um dimitri manos and ryan eggleston of golden boots and pete Connolly of birds and arrows uh have some just amazing visual art and um that shows up like i said at rebel through june 30th and then we'll be doing that it'll be the first of a series so every couple of months we're going to do this uh kind of roving um, art exhibit of musicians who, ha- who are multi-talented. And where do we find more about that? Is that on the Tucson Vibe site, or do, is that someplace else? No. If people want to know about, more about that, they can contact Robin Hahn at Facebook, and I, I'll share information. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Robin, you're, you're going to uh, uh, you're going to revitalize our, our music scene uh, one one band in one venue at a time. That's fantastic. <laughs> I I really appreciate your time today. I can imagine how busy you are. I appreciate your effort. I'm so glad to have met you, and um, I'm excited to, to maybe collaborate and, and see how we can help you in other ways. Awesome. Just share this. Thank you so much. Right. Yeah, I really appreciate it. All right. Enjoy your day, and we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks a lot. You know, sure enough, uh, after that interview, uh, went to a fundraiser for the Humane Society at Hotel Congress, and uh, local music was playing, and I ran into Robin there. So uh, she is out and about and uh, had a chance to talk with her even more. Uh, just very uh, impressed with her efforts and her, uh, her dedication to our local music scene. Well, my name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar. We are on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM, and we stream on downtownradio.org. Well, we are wrapping up here, episode number 152. Thank you to Robin Hun for her time and excited to watch the Tucson vibe as it continues to uh, gain a foothold here in Tucson. Now, don't go anywhere because uh, coming up right after our show is Ted Ski. He is uh, with a show of his is called Words and Work as he's talking to those in the labor movement. And uh, coming up next week on our show for Memorial Day in honor of that weekend, we're going to rebroadcast an interview we did with Charles Foley about flags for the flag list, a program that, that he is uh, uh, spearheading and you know really doing most of the work uh, on. And then as we roll into June, 
I'm going to have Mark Martinez join us on the show and talk about the local music scene. Mark is plugged into a lot of different areas, including Downtown Radio, the Rialto Theater, and several local bands that uh, he has got connections with. And uh, he and I have been chatting, and there there might be a, uh, an upside to the musicians and technicians uh, locally from... Um, uh, changes in the music industry as a result of COVID. So we're going to chat a little about that and see what the, the future holds and how quickly we might get back to hearing more live music more regularly. And as always, if you want to reach us, just send a note to contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org uh, or hit us up on Facebook. We'd love to know what uh, you know and share what you think we should be sharing. Well, in honor of Robin Hun, where we, uh, we met listening to Miss Olivia and the Interlopers, we're going to Exit today's show with a little Miss Olivia and the Interlopers. This is their cover of Message in a Bottle from uh, just about a year ago. My name is Tom Heath. You're listening to Lifelong Streetcar, and tune in next Sunday for another fascinating episode.